This is the Word of God from the household of David Church. It is a message designed to raise men after God's own heart. Listen and be blessed. Matthew eleven twenty-eight. Now the Bible says, Come unto me all ye that labor, and that are heavy laden, and I will give you what? Everybody say rest. Maybe this morning I'm speaking about the secret to rest or to real peace or secret to peace and contentment. There is peace and contentment in serving the Lord. Hallelujah. Come unto me, all ye that labor. It's amazing that many people are born again. They are still laboring and they have no rest. He said, I will give you rest. I will give you satisfaction. I will give you contentment. There is a reason why it is called peace that surpasses understanding. It does not mean that things will not happen in a way that you might not like. But something else people to keep their calm. And I want to talk about that today. Because situations will arise. Now, um, let's go to John 16, 33. I will soon ask you to have your seat. John 16, 33. You are as effective as the secret that you know. Are you with me? These things I have spoken to you that you might have peace in me. In the world you shall have tribulation. But be of good cheer, I have overcome the world. He said, you will have tribulation in the world. But in me you have peace. I have overcome the world. Can I have your seat? There are about three factors. I will discuss two this morning. One this service and one next service. That when you know them, blessed are ye indeed. They guarantee eternal peace. They guarantee rest without being disturbed. They give you an experience of the psalmist. It makes me lie down beside green pasture. It leads me beside the still water. It restores my soul. When you hear people getting angry, getting agitated, and then some because of misfortune or something negative, they say, I don't want to pray again. I don't want it because they haven't found something. And that is what I want to begin to explain this morning. It changes your life when you have found it. So there are three steps or three factors that they help you to become immovable. No matter what, and many more things will happen in these last days. You see, what you build your life on determines how long and how joyful your life will become. So Jesus gave a parable in Matthew 7 about somebody building on sound and somebody building on solid rock. Now, if you look at the story in Matthew 7, the same event happened to the two. You see, uh, 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 I will go a little more deeper seconds, but uh, there is this thing that people need to know. God causes his rain to fall on both good and bad. 
rain doesn't fall on the righteous man's house and refuse to fall on uh, maybe a thief's house, it falls on everybody. There are events of life that they come to everybody. Only that some have equipped themselves to be able to answer the storm. Is somebody hearing me? So even though Jesus was in the boat, that did not stop the storm from coming against the boat. So when they say storm against your life, it does not indicate the absence of the master. It means that the storm is challenging you to take an action. Are you hearing me? Praise the Lord. So the storm did respect Jesus. But Jesus had an answer. Praise God. So we have to understand that what you build yourself on will be the strength that will carry you. And that is why I'm sharing this today. What is the secret? What makes people immovable? Always having rest and assurance. What is the secret to contentment, great joy at all times? A joy that does not fluctuate, that does not cease. Look, every Christian must be a master in understanding life. If you don't understand life, life will beat you. And it's happening to many people. For instance, you don't get angry. If a little child spills water, is crawling and it pushes the bottle down, your expectation, it is not too much of what is happening to us in life. It is how we interpret things happening. The two prisoners that had dreams in the cell, this is very deep. It was not their dream that killed one and saved one. It was the, it was the interpretation of the dream. They both saw three objects in their dream. They both spoke to Joseph and Joseph said, that was the verdict. You, the interpretation of your dream is that in three days you shall be restored. You, the interpretation of your dream is that in three days you shall be beheaded. Both of them on the same bed, side by side, the same dream. Both of them saw three objects on their head and Joseph said that to, to the two of them in three days. It was not about their dream. It was the interpretation of their dream. How we interpret things that come to us in life is more important than the thing itself. That's why you will not get angry if a three-year-old child says, Mommy, when are you going to give me food? You won't get angry. But if you come home and your 17-year-old daughter is saying to that, Mommy, when are you going to cook from you? You might respond with a slap. Why? You expect that a 17-year-old girl should be able to cook for herself and take care of herself. She's at home, you have gone to work and you are back and she's saying that, Mommy, when are you going to cook my food? I mean, you feel insulted. Now, the 17-year-old girl and the 3-year-old girl, they have said the same thing. But your reactions are different. Are you getting what I'm saying? You will pardon this one. You will even rush to the kitchen and say, my daughter, you are sorry. Because you look at her age. Then you look at, even though they are both said the same thing. The same thing. You know, <laughs> let me say this. It can be a little funny, but that's the truth. Those of you that are conscious of age, that somebody younger than you calls you by name, Yoruba people in particular, but I happen to be Yoruba boy, I know how it is with Yoruba people. You get angry when somebody younger than you calls you by name. You can be 49. And an American 40-year-old boy says that Charles or Alabi, you don't get angry when a white man calls you by name. I've seen this many times. Even our teacher in secondary school. You will slap all of us that are Nigerians for calling you by name. 
Omar Bajel, are you calling me by name? Are you calling? But a white man who is 20 years younger than you says that Wale, and you respond, yes, 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 man. <laughs> you, you, you know why? You know somehow that the guy is not doing it to spite you. That is their culture. Are you getting what I'm saying? <laughs> what is this? Expectation. Interpretation. So somebody does this on the road and you're angry. What is the meaning of this? It might be saying that fivefold blessing is coming to you. He has not said anything. He ran into you on the road and he's like, and you're angry. And you, and, and you, are, you are driving to catch up to say something bad. But he has not, what was the meaning of this? Now, if you do this to an Indian or to a white man who has never lived in Nigeria before, he just wonders, sorry, is something wrong with his finger? <laughs> are you getting what I'm saying? Interpretation of things happening in life. So, <laughs> Jesus said, in me you have peace. The first thing that you should know, first factor, that gives you eternal peace, is to know that in Christ, you already have the most important thing and the greatest. If any man be in Christ, men and brethren, how valuable is your salvation to you? The greatest accomplishment, the greatest blessing has already been bestowed on you. Somebody say amen. Have you come to Christ? You have already found the true rest. Mm. Genesis 15 verse 1. God said to Papa Abraham, Abraham was looking for a child. This will bless somebody. Listen to me. Sometimes we have delayed blessing because the Lord is trying to get our attention to what is the most important. Abraham for like, I want Isaac. Oh Lord, I'm 75, I have no child. Then God appeared to him in Genesis 15. Look at what God said. After this thing, God said to Abraham in the vision, Fear not, Abraham, I am your shield and the exceeding reward. Before any other physical reward, the greatest reward is that God is in your life. Before I know any great person, the greatest news is that the greatest knows my name. See, when you are, when you are, when you try to meet somebody and they turn you down, if only you can rejoice in the fact that but the king of kings knows my name. When I was young and they were dreaming of meeting some people, this used to be my song. He knows my name. It gives me joy when I'm praying that the kings of this world might not know me, but God knows me. Can you imagine that a president can't see you, but the president of all presidents, you have direct access to him. You wake up and you say, our father was in heaven. Your voice is croaking. Yes, he said, daughter, I'm enjoying that voice. Oh, God. This is what President Jason Cruz said. That's why. I will read James 5 in seconds of James 4. The Bible says, what causes war and fighting among you? What is making many people sad? Okay, you ask you for something, it doesn't come, so you are sad. Because you are not considering these eternal blessings. So God said to Abraham that, look, you want Isaac, but first of all, believe that I am your reward. You are looking for the fruit of, the Bible said that 
children are God's heritage, the fruit of, his, of the womb is his reward. I know the reward you are looking for, but before that reward, this is the original reward. I, I, I. Probably Abraham went home that night singing. And this is the beginning of all other miracles. Because if you get the first one and the most important, others are very easy. In fact, many times God slows down the process because you can't see the original. There's a young lady you are believing God for husband. Don't you know that you're already married to Christ? It's not saying you are not going to but He wants you to recognize the fact that, look, even if marriage does not happen, even if it does not happen, I am, you know, the reason why we, we, we can't celebrate is because you are also not conscious of the fact that 1 Corinthians 15, they think, Bible says that if in this world only we have hope, we have all men most miserable. Sometimes when I try to get something, I just tell to, tell to my, when events of life are trying to discourage me, then I tell myself that, I mean, soon and very soon, we are going, it's not a fable, it is true. It will soon be over here and we check out. So the Bible says, if in this world only we have hope, if what makes us happy are the things happening in this life, then we have all men most miserable. Because what can you possibly receive in this life that unbelievers have not received double or many, many times more? How can a car make a Christian sad? When somebody can buy it in one day and he does not know God? How can money be the issue? When the richest men in the world don't even know God and don't acknowledge him as God? How can this be? There has to be something richer. If our reward for serving God is to give us house and cars, then we have failed. Because those who are not serving him have it. If my reward for serving God is to have a baby, well, prostitute and those who don't serve God are having it. There is something more. There is a treasure in heaven. And if for some reasons these earthly treasures are not coming around on time, we should rejoice in this. I have seen Christians who were being killed in persecution and they were singing as they were dying. Like the 300 Peshmerga Christians that were slaughtered, they showed it on CNN. They were singing till they were slaughtered. They, 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 they have found something that Lagos Christians have not seen. Some will say, God, ah, they, have, they have arrested us for three days. Protect us, protect us, protect us. And when they say, after killing the first one, just say, God, to hell with you. Surely <laughs> protect. In anger. But you see, God is not like that. That was why Mashena Meshach looked at their prayer and said, they told him, they said, Nebuchadnezzar, if you talk about ability, our God is able to deliver us. Say, even if he will not deliver us, we are not bowing. Period. Those are people who have found something. God is able, if he does not, no problem. Esther said, I know can, if I perish, I perish. They know that there is a hope beyond this physical world. Now the Bible says, Jeremiah 9, 23. Maybe I will stop with this. This is just my... It is the first thing that you must know. You are in Christ. Should be the greatest joy. All that things will fluctuate. Look, when people pray, people will give back to children. Children will be sick at times. Children will have issues in school at times. The cycle continues forever. Forever. Now, the woman that four years ago was crying like, Lord, give me a child. Four years after, he's crying like, Lord, don't let my child die in hospital. Or some children will grow up, you are praying about one dirty boy that wants to take your daughter away. It's always one battle after. Are you, I'm, I'm, I'm not going understand what I'm saying. One battle after the other. As soon as you celebrate the job you have just received, then there is a boss that is making your life miserable. Then that becomes the desperate prayer point. Then they say they are retrenching. I brought this pandemic. 
and we are going to lay off half of the staff. And then you are in church again. What are you praying about again? Don't let my name be there. Then God answers that one. Then you move on again. Then pandemic is over. Then they hire a new boss and it just doesn't like your face. Then that's the next prayer point. Then that boss goes. After you have prayed so well, you become the boss. And then they give you targets you cannot be. That's the next prayer. Then you start stressing. Then God starts helping you. The targets are coming in. And then you are so busy. Then your husband is getting angry that you are not giving him time. That's the next prayer. Then you get to one day, somebody squeezing his face. Where are you coming from? This is how you work. You don't have time for me and my husband. And he used time to drop a threat. Don't, see, whatever I do, don't blame me. <laughs> and that is the next prayer. And the cycle continues. Jesus said, come unto me all ye that labor. And that every day I will give you rest. This is what we battle. A pastor prays, Lord, let the church grow. As the church grows, so the problem will multiply. If you don't know where to really rest, you see, if you are 10, you might have one, one person who is stubborn. When you are 100, you have 10 stubborn people. When you are 1,000, you have 100 stubborn. The number will continue to increase. For every 12, you have one Judas. When you have 144, you have how many Judas? People don't know. They don't know. There is nothing we receive in this world. That will not come with challenges. There is nothing. Have you bought a car before? You've enjoyed the car. But then the car will pack up on the express or somewhere. In the night. And cars have a way of embarrassing you in the most terrible places. They don't tell you ahead of time. You go to someone's house. You are posting to come out. And then the same car that brought you there. Now you are going. And the car is telling you that, well, go look for another person. And it's just there. Once you see that with mechanic, then when you start spending to repair, then it becomes a body. And the cycle continues. So the Bible said, Jeremiah 9, 23. This is the scripture. It said, it, it's a warning. And it's an history. Jeremiah 9, 23. Thus hear the Lord. Let the wise man not glory in his wisdom. Neither let the mighty man glory in his might. Let not the rich man glory in his riches. See, but let him that glory, glory in this. This is the only thing that does not fluctuate. Your faith in Christ. Your inheritance in Jesus. Your heritage in Christ. That is the only thing. See, all other things. As you receive them, yes, jubilate. But put them where they belong. Are you following me? The same people, I love you, I love you, I love you. And you see now they're about to go to court for divorce. And you are wondering what is going on. And then they come in and their mother-in-law become an issue. Every other thing. That means the joy of every other thing. Let it be small. Let the main joy be the fact that God who goes nowhere is with me. If you meet a friend and he pulls you up, every relationship will be tested. You can be a friend with somebody for 11 years and something can happen. Usually for singles, the friendship will be tried when one of you gets married. It's true. The wife or somebody might not like somebody. I have seen this happen to twins. Now they don't see eyeball to eyeball. Identical twins that even their father could not, only their mom could, say, could tell the difference. Now they both married on the same day and the wives. Well, you know a popular singer, uh, I don't want to mention their name, that the same thing, and since that time, no song is coming from them again. I'm talking about a popular, secular singer. 
they look like twins. I'm speaking in parables. So they will not listen to me and say that I'm, I'm eating on them. But you understand what I'm saying? And then they both got married and then it became an issue with one, one's wife and now they are not a group again. They were on top of the heat. Now they are out. Other musicians are coming in. It is what people, this is what, this, it's like that. You can be three brothers and you are all very close. Marry my separate you. It's not that the woman is a devil. It has a way of you can be three sisters. So somehow, somehow, somehow. Except we will teach on relationship one Except it's carefully managed. And the best way you can manage a relationship is that please draw boundary for yourself. By yourself. I have two brothers and they are married. I love their wives so much. Draw boundaries. When people see you once in the blue moon, they celebrate you. When they oversee you, that is where you will put a cup. They said, the wife come and pick the cup and put it here. In order, this is how we put cup in the house. And you get angry. But <laughs> don't make yourself too cheap in life by going everywhere. Everywhere is my brother. He's married now. You can't just step into his room like you used to. You don't need this wife to tell you that. You draw the line yourself. Once he's married, just stay. A lady called me one time. My husband got married, and my husband and his younger brother, they were like this. And I used to know them truly, very close. And they, they both used to play instruments very well. He was the younger brother was the best man. And they got married, they got to the he was following the girl, they got to the hotel. And the younger brother sat down there. And when it was like about 7 38 o'clock, he was just with his brother. And the wife went to undress a little, and of course, she wanted action. They've been believers. So she's been dreaming of that night. You know that night. And okay, we are in church. Let's so anyway. So she me, when is this guy going to go? Now, the shocking thing, when it was about 8.30, the guy just said that, I can just sleep over here now, in the hotel where they were. And she said no. It became a serious argument that night, even though the guy left eventually. And the husband, of course, nothing happened. And the husband just went to bed. He said, even though I know he shouldn't have said, but I don't like the way you said it and everything. I was like, bring that boy. It deserves a knock on his head. This is funny. Draw the boundaries yourself. It's important. It is hard to say this, and a lot of men, if you know that your mom is a strong person, she has a strong personality. She's imposing. You know, she's your mom. You can't be ashamed of your mom. But protect your wife if you know. So don't let, don't be trying to do damage control. Don't let damage happen at all. You know your mom more than anybody. You, you, you know, you've lived with her for 25, 28 years. You know that mommy is a tough person. That anywhere she is, she takes over. Choleric salary, she wants to take over the atmosphere. When she comes to your house, she's going to dictate what is happening. She will complain about the food. You know, protect your home. Protect your mom also. Don't let her come too close. You go visit her, shower her with gift, tell her how much you're shaving. You, you can cope with her. But you see, when you go there with your wife, spend a little time, take her back home. But when mommy says she's coming, let her come and visit briefly and leave. You know, if she spends the day, you know your mom that there will be a problem. But I tell you, what people do is to deny it. You deny it. Nobody said I should not honor your mom. She's your mom. You should not be ashamed of her. But protect her. You don't also want to see her insulted. Protect her. Protect your wife. Create a gap. So that when they see, briefly, they love each other. But when you bring her to the house, she's complaining about everything, everything. And then the house is, you yourself, you won't be happy at the end of it. To see your mom and your wife. These are two precious people in your life fighting. But see, anytime I see that situation, it's the problem of the man. Because you know your mom better. It's true. 
men are looking at me. <laughs> Hallelujah. Are you with me? Let him that glory. Glory in this. That means when you dress up, man, and you are stepping out in the morning, what should be the secret of your joy if you want it to remain forever is the fact that I'm in Christ. The Father loves me. He knows my name. So as I'm going down, they know in heaven about my whereabouts. They love me and they accept me at any time. It is only God that his love for me does not fluctuate. Every other person will like me today or they might not like me tomorrow, but God, if you rejoice in that, your joy will have root and it will remain. If you rejoice in the miracle of a new birth that you have, all other miracles, they fluctuate. This is how to always when people see you, you are always happy no matter what you are passing through. It is because you have an understanding. A man who has been given, if a man who has been given 10 billion naira loses 1,000 and it is his son, he decides to be beaten. Somebody has 10 billion, then on his way home he loses 1,000 and he's crying. You understand what I'm saying? The neighbors will be like, sorry, are you all right? Imagine looking at someone like, let's say like Bill Gates, I said, he's sitting at his hand, he's crying, he said, what happened? He said, as I was, as I was coming, $100 fell off my pocket, I looked for it, and I, can, I, I could not find it, so I'm sad. Even the steward in his house will be like, yeah, sorry, why not you go for medical checkup? Because you are like, this is abnormal. The same thing, if we put so much price on spiritual things, It gives us so joy, so much joy to forge ahead. Hallelujah. Amen. This is deep. It makes you happy. They might have told you that you are now fired. When you want to pray the following morning, you still pray with joy. Because the most important thing of your life cannot be taken away. Let me get what I've just said now. So this is the number one step. Second subject I'm going to talk about number two secret to peace and contentment is actually to know your place. And that will be serious. I want to talk about that. To know your place. We'll say that one next, please. Roles are given by God. The day you accept that people are gifted in different ways. When you know your I, I saw, I will start with this. I saw when um, Anthony Joshua was when he defeated Klitschko. Klitschko. Joseph Moino was one of the people that came to watch the match. Moino is a football coach, but he came to watch the boxing match. He did not see any reason to envy Joshua because I am not a boxer, I'm a football coach. When you have found your place, you easily applaud others in their places. That's what I want to talk about. Second side. Let's rise. When you see people angry fighting, when is my turn, man? This one, that one. Those of you that were around on Friday, Pastor Femi was there. Those who minister in a different way from I always, I get, I admire them so much. He's a prophet. I love his prophetic ministry. I love the way he receives prophecy. The part I don't like is that, <laughs> which I was saying, the leaders, you know, <laughs> uh, 
a lot of people also die under his ministry. <laughs> In the sense that, uh, you see, when somebody's bothering your life, his own is that, Lord, should God take him? <laughs> and he has many examples of <laughs> me. I, I don't like that area. <laughs> I'm a little. When I then he will laugh, that said, that woman, she bought the land, he took it away from her forcefully. She came to my office. I shared the word with her and I said that one day, if they don't return your land in seven days, they will be dead. And he was like, you know, on Monday the guy died. <laughs> you know, my core nature is it. And when you see him, he's a man of love. He does. But you see, what I know is that certain individuals, if sword does not fall on their head, their head will never be correct. That's the way some people are. They have died so much with the devil that they are not going to change their mind. So. But I, I love when I see people. It's important. Oh, Lord Jesus, my help us. If I can pray, I, I will just pray that God will open everybody's eyes to know your place. It frees you of pressures. Everybody watching me. This will help you. I will begin with Aaron for second service. Talking about this. I just because some of you, you're only for this service. I'm going to encourage you to watch. The day you accept, some people will be popular. The only reason why they will know your name is because of your brother, your sister, your wife, your husband. If you let jealousy take you out, you die in oblivion. It's true. No Moses, no Aaron. It's a reality you have to accept. Flo Mayweather, the father, was a sportsman. Till he became an agent, he can't do sports again. Nobody knew him. It was his son. Mayweather's father is, his, is, is the son's coach, boxing coach. The father fought boxing all his life. He never fought beyond maybe before 100 people. His son picked up the job. It's about the richest boxer, Mayweather. And of course, he loves to display money. He swim, he will put money, money, but they call it floor, May, money, Mayweather. Now the father is his coach. Why people now know the father is because of the son. In life, it is true. Some people, the glory of their life is that they are peers. There are peers that will make sense. Live a better life. Be a blessed generation than some MDs. When human beings find it difficult to accept this, will fight. Aaron was Moses' elder brother. Yet, the reason why we got the name Aaron was because it is, you can't fight it. There will be Joseph in this world. They will have coat of many colors. You can't fight it. If you kill your Joseph, there will not be anybody that will give you food when family comes. And human beings fight all these things. You might have a younger brother that's more popular than yourself. Don't fight him. It's likely that there will not be four celebrities in one family. One will rise above others if you cooperate in his light, all of you will rise. It is true. It can be a tough call, but it is true. It is true. For everybody to be rushing towards your younger sisters, your sister, everybody, and they barely look at you. It will almost provoke jealousy. But if you act as a Christian, you'll be a blessing. Yes. 
Actually, many more people in America understand this. Quite a number of them. You see a sister who is a PA. Juanita Bino's mother was a PA for a long time. They understand that in America. That when God has given grace to this person, in that grace we all rise. If you kill your Joseph, you will never become Joseph. What you have just done is that you have killed your future. Because God puts grace on somebody for the rest, not for himself. Let siblings stop fighting. It's too common among families. Somebody has more money than the rest. The rest, they, they, when it comes in, you are already beefing the person. It will shock you. I said it because he said it publicly. Benin told us he had the heart surgery. Two of his brothers, when they were wheeling him to the theater, said, I wish you don't ever come back again. Alive. He said so. Oh, they, you were there. He was telling us our ministers We were there in Texas. We attended a conference with him. I was just about 100 there. So I had the opportunity of shaking him and we thought. And he was telling us. He said, My son and brother don't see eyeball to eyeball. Why? They just feel like, well, what is it? Self? Uh, is it the only one that God has anointed? He said, Thanksgiving service every December. It's always a sad moment for her mom. He said, Because her mom can't bring us together. Brothers. And it's traceable to the first story in the Bible. The first mother in the Bible was brother versus brother. Why do people, you know, and the way to free yourself is that find your place. It is true. I love Pastor Tom of Christ Embassy so much. I love David Abuye so much. One of the most popular pastors in Nigeria is Bishop David Abuye. And he said, God told to Bishop's P. He said it to he said it two years ago that Bishop told me to pass on winners of which is over 40,000 members. He said, that's not my inner. My need assignment is to serve this man. He said, they asked me to resign as winners of Abuja and come to Canaan and just be following Bishop and I am contented with that. It does something to you when you find your place. And I also t- talk about the fact that there is, pay, there is a place, there is also seasons. You must understand the season you are in. There is a day of your manifestation coming. Before then, it might be preceded by days of anonymity. Stay there. Father, we bless you and then we give you praise. Lift up your hands and just worship you. Just thank you. Can you thank God for your salvation? Can you thank God that you are in Christ? Can you just rejoice in the fact that you are saved? You are in Christ. Glory to your name. I'm a new creation. All things are passed away. All things are new. I'm so excited to be born again. Blessed be your name. I have found my place in Christ. That is the most important All praise, all glory to your name. We worship you in Jesus' name. Thank you for being a part of our broadcast. You know, we never like to end without giving you an opportunity to make Jesus Christ the Lord of your life. Coming into Christ is beyond joining a church, is beyond a religion. It is joining God's family. And that is done when you believe in Christ Jesus. So I just want to lead you right away now. If you are, if you want to give your heart to Christ. Just see after me say, Lord Jesus, I believe that you died and rose again and that you paid for my sins. I accept you as my Lord and my Savior and from today I belong to you. 
If you have said those words, we'll be late. You are born again. You are part of God's family right now. You can go ahead and rejoice about it. God bless you.